When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the show. This is Philadelphia Eagles Now, and we're live here on Chat Sports. I'm Chase Sr., and no matter where you are, how you're tuned in, as always, we appreciate you for making today's show a part of your day. Producer Chip riding shotgun, and we have Eagles fans tuned in from all across the globe. As for what we have on our plates for all of you here today... Eagles-Chiefs preview, rematch of Super Bowl 57. I have yet to watch the highlights from that game because I'm still absolutely heartbroken. We're going to take a look at the Eagles playoff picture. What does Philadelphia specifically have to do to lock down that number one seed and win this division? We're going to unpack all of that. And Brian Johnson, Sean Desai named two of the hottest young coordinators across the National Football League for teams that could potentially be looking for a new head coach in 2024. We're going to round out today's show with a little bit of a mailbag as well because this is the go-to spot for Eagles fans to get your news and analysis, but also we make you a part of the shows as well. We're coming to you live from Studio A in the Chat Sports Studios, but where is the Berg Gang watching from? Let us know here in the comment section. We want to give some shout-outs to the real ones who are in the show early here. Dragon, Earth, Watermelon, Godfrey Wilson, Julius, Eric Camper, Sabrina White, Cristiano, Mr. Edits 29. All right, now I'm seeing Toronto, Arkansas, Petersburg, Virginia, Alabama, Tucson, Arizona, Serbia, Philadelphia, Anybody watching internationally as well? Uvalde, Texas, Minnesota, Montgomery, Pennsylvania, Chester, Virginia, Big Philly, Big Philly, Roma, Hesperia, Richmond, Virginia, Michigan, Memphis, Philadelphia from Joel. You love to see it. What's up, Jack? Tucson, Arizona, represent. Let's Tucson, go. Arizona, Ernesto Ojeda. We know him well. Swagnetto is in Germany. Trenton, New Jersey. It's good to see people hanging out from literally everywhere. I also want to ask you this question. Do you plan on going to a Philadelphia Eagles game this year? Type Y for yes or N for no. And if you want to go to an Eagles game at Lincoln Financial Field or see the birds on the road, we encourage you to download the Game Time app, especially if you're looking for last-minute tickets Lowest price guaranteed, very easy to use app that is free to download and $20 off your purchase if you use the code EaglesChat. You don't just have to go to an Eagles game though, NBA games, Major League Baseball games, college football, NHL. You can also go to some concerts if you love rocking out to some music. Chip and I were listening to Kobe and Shaq by Meek Mill and Rick Ross before this. You can even go to a comedy show. Game time has all the tickets that you need. $20 off, code Eagles chat, lowest price guaranteed. A cool feature here, let's say you want to go to an Eagles game at Lincoln Financial Field. The next one on the docket, Buffalo Bills. Going to be a really good game after they fired their offensive coordinator, looking to get that offense together. But it's Josh Allen and an uber-talented football team. There are still tickets available for that game. And for instance, you want to sit, I don't know, section 240, row 30, $380, and you get the vantage point from what you'll be looking at from those seats. That is the list view. You can also take a look at the map view as well. Looking down on the link, 
bird's eye view, no pun intended. So $20 off, code Eagles Chat. That link is available for you down in the comment section as well as in the description of this video. We appreciate game time for making today's show possible as we have a lot to get to here on our live program this afternoon because news is humming going into the Super Bowl 57 rematch. If you want to donate to the show today and send in a Super Chat, by the way, did get myself a brand new Philadelphia Eagles mug. So every Super Chat that we get, we're giving you a beer cheers out of the new Eagles Cup. So we really appreciate those Super Chats. They help us grow the program, help the company out, and you get to send your bartender a tip. All right, more than 100 people watching live right now. 32 likes. Can we get the 60 likes ASAP? More likes that we get, the more people who come in here, the better and more fun that the show will be. So make sure you hit that thumbs up icon, like the video. Recent commenter club, Michael Lohman, King Richardson, Watermelon, and Durrell. Good stuff by all of you. We're up to 41 likes. I have the entire office looking at me right now, and they always say, Eagles fans are overrated. They're not that passionate. They're so mean. They're bullies. Show everybody out there that Eagles fans always bring it and simply like the video. We're up to 45 likes right now. We're not starting the show until we get to 50 likes. Five away from that number, Michael Lohman. In the chat, talking about Jalen Hurts, Chucky Shoe, howdy fellas, Earth, like in the video, Tank Man, Starry Starry, Julius, bringing out the sword. Hopefully the Eagles secondary going to be able to bring out the sword against the Kansas City Chiefs on Monday, Monday, Monday night football. If you have any questions, by the way, we will be interacting with the audience all throughout the day, so... Use hashtag Eagles or send in a super chat to get those questions, those comments, your analysis, your bold opinions featured here on Eagles Now. All right, Super Bowl 57 rematch is how we're going to start this show. A preview of this game on Monday in primetime that we'll be doing a watch party for. So let's waste no time. Let's get it and let's talk some birds right now. So the Philadelphia Eagles as a team and Eagles fans have had this Monday night football matchup circled on their calendar since February of this year. A Super Bowl 57 rematch. And coming up on today's Philadelphia Eagles now by Chat Sports, I'm Chase Sr. We're going to preview this game. Before we get started, though, I want you to look at this picture here that we're going to pop up for you. Jalen Hurts walking off the field in Glendale, Arizona after a heartbreaking and gut-wrenching Super Bowl defeat. You see the Kansas City Chiefs colored confetti coming down on him as he walks off the field. I want you to let me know in the comment section right now how this photo makes you feel because it makes me sick. Jordan Mailata, he can't even watch the Super Bowl 57 highlights, just like yours truly. Here's what he had to say, and his feelings really echo how this entire fan base is feeling going into this game at Arrowhead Stadium. Mailata, best left tackle in the game this year, according to the numbers. I think for me, it's a little bit more personal than some of my teammates, just because the last time we faced them, it was that Super Bowl loss, but we're always going to keep the main thing the main thing, and that's going 1-0 every week and sticking to our game plan, but I'm taking it personal. I know Nick's going to come in this week and say, same game, same process, stick to the process, but I'll never forget that red and gold confetti falling on my head. I'll never forget those emotions from that day. I haven't even watched the film from that game because... Getting the corrections from Stout, that's the only thing that I've done. I have not, though, rewatched the game. And I was in Glendale, Arizona, covering the Super Bowl right here on Eagles Now all week. One of the best weeks of my professional career. Then I came back to this studio that I'm standing in right now. Eagles go up by 10 into halftime. In that second half, they struggle a little bit. Patrick Mahomes catches fire. And then at the end of the game, you're thinking Philadelphia is going to be able to mount a comeback because of the heroics from Jalen Hurts. The James Bradbury hold. I still can't believe it. 
I can't watch the highlights, and I might not ever watch those highlights. But that's why this game means so much this go-around in this November month in 2023, not many months after the Eagles lost that Super Bowl to the Kansas City Chiefs. You look at the NFC playoff picture, both Philadelphia and the NFC, the Chiefs and the AFC sitting pretty right now at about the halfway pole of the regular season. And this is a matchup between the top two seeds in the NFL. Philadelphia number one seed in the NFC with that eight and one record, followed by the Detroit Lions, San Francisco 49ers, New Orleans Saints, Seattle Seahawks, Dallas Cowboys, and Minnesota Vikings, other teams in the hunt. You have Tampa Bay at four and five, and then Washington and Atlanta at four and six. That's how things look in the NFC. And it looks very close to what we saw in the playoffs last year at that number one seed because this is a replication of what we saw in the playoffs a year ago with Philadelphia the number one seed in the NFC and then the Chiefs number one seed in the AFC. Chiefs seven and two, followed by the Baltimore Ravens in that two spot. Jacksonville Jaguars, Miami Dolphins, Pittsburgh Steelers, Cleveland Browns, and the Houston Texans. And this is going to be one of the most anticipated matchups on the NFL calendar year this year for sure, but it's also just a great overall matchup with the storylines that come with it and all of the talent that we're going to see from the players on this roster to both respective coaching staffs. And with the Kansas City Chiefs, they have a lot of strengths, and that's why currently they're sitting in that top spot in the AFC. You have to start with Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, arguably the best quarterback-head coach combination in the National Football League. They have one of the most diverse and special weapons in the league in Travis Kelsey, the defense that the Chiefs have this year during the 2023 campaign is probably the best that Patrick Mahomes has ever had. They are arguably the league's top unit. The interior offensive line is as good as it gets, so they're able to hold up really well in pass protection, but also with running the football. That was a huge key in that Super Bowl game because you thought going into that ball game that the Eagles' defensive line had the advantage there, but that Chiefs offensive line did not give up a sack of Patrick Mahomes. And with Isaiah Pacheco, they ran the ball really successfully. And then the pass defense and the pass rush for Kansas City, top tier. But they do have some weaknesses that Philadelphia can exploit. While Patrick Mahomes has arguably the best defense that he's ever had, the wide receiver talent on this team is porous. They also lack special skill players on offense. I like Isaiah Pacheco, but is he a number one back? Or is he a better number two back? So outside of Travis Kelsey, they are a little bit thin there. The interior of the offensive line is very good. On the exterior of that offensive line, the tackle play can be suspect. So that could once again lead into Philadelphia having success in putting Mahomes under siege. And their run defense, as we're about to show you a little bit later, is susceptible, could be one of the biggest keys of this ball game. As for the Philadelphia Eagles' strengths, Hurts and Sirianni... All they do is win, 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 in the words of DJ Khaled. In the last two years, they've been one of the most successful head coach, quarterback combinations in the NFL as far as wins and losses go. So Mahomes and Reed, Hurts and Sirianni, they've won a lot of ball games the last two years. The Eagles also have arguably the best wide receiver of duo in the NFL with how A.J. Brown is playing and Devontae Smith as well. Eagles offensive line can manhandle you at the point of attack, and they can really control and dictate the pace of a football game, throwing and running it, and that could give Philadelphia an edge in this game as well because throughout the course of a 60-minute ball game, that Chiefs defensive line is a little bit thin. Eagles have a talented and deep defensive line, whereas KC a little bit more front-loaded. And Philadelphia, I believe, more so than any other team in the NFL, is extremely multiple. If this game were to come down to it being a slugfest and a high-scoring affair in which the scoreboard is lit up, I like Philadelphia's chances. If it gets muddy and grimy, I like Philadelphia's chances in that type of stylistic ball game as well. But the Eagles do have weaknesses, and this plays into some of the strengths for Mahomes, Andy Reid, and Travis Kelsey, because their pass defense is one of the worst in the NFL. Our breakdown of this 
during our Tuesday show really outlined statistically how porous that Eagles secondary has been. They've had spotty safety play. Kevin Byard has struggled since that trade acquisition. James Bradbury has not been the same guy that he was last year. Slot corner has also been picked on by opposing offenses. And wide receiver three. Haven't really seen that third weapon at the wide receiver spot emerge for Philadelphia. Going to have to with Dallas Goddard out of this game and out for the foreseeable future with that fracture in his forearm going on IR. Are. Make sure you join us for our Monday Night Football watch party, by the way. Programming alert. We will be live an hour before kickoff to set the stage for Monday Night Football. And then once the game takes place, it's the best place to experience the game outside of being at Arrowhead Stadium or Lincoln Financial Field. Live play-by-play, -play, audience interaction, an autographed Brandon Graham jersey. Going to be our Super Chat giveaway. We also have a raffle item as well. So lock us in and hit that sub button for the Super Bowl rematch. More to get to with our preview, but first, if you're planning on going to this game or another Eagles game this year, whether it's in South Philly or elsewhere on the road, download the Game Time app. $20 off if you use the code EaglesChat. This is an absolutely free app to download, and you save money when you check out. It's best seats at the lowest price guaranteed. The prices drop as the event gets closer, and you're guaranteed to get the lowest price guaranteed. And you can also see where you'll be sitting and the price point for your tickets. When I download an app these days, I want it to be easy to use, and I want it to be a pleasant user experience. I get all of that with the Game Time app. For instance, if I want to go to Eagles-Bills next week, it's going to be a really pivotal matchup for both Buffalo and Philadelphia, given how things are shaking out in the playoff races, both in the AFC and in the NFC. Tickets still available, and you can see where you'll be sitting at that individual price point. That's the list view. You can take a look at the map view here where you look down on the link, bird's eye view, $20 off using the code EaglesChat. We appreciate Game Time for sponsoring today's show. We're going to put all of this information available for you in the comment section as well as in the description of this video. Next up, let's go through some key numbers going into this game. Chiefs offensive line has given up only 12 sacks of Patrick Mahomes this year in nine games. They are also number one in ESPN's pass block win rate. Now, a lot of the talent for that Chiefs offensive line, as I noted, on the interior. More key numbers. The Chiefs don't really have big names on that defense that the casual NFL fan knows about outside of Chris Jones and George Karloftis, their second-year player. And I think that Chris Jones is the best defensive tackle in football right now. And I think he's been at the top of that position the last couple of years over Aaron Donald. But Kansas City... Fourth in quarterback hits, second in sacks, and sixth in hurry. So this is going to be a tall test for this Eagles offensive line to see how they stack up against this very top-tier Chiefs defense. And the Chiefs defense might be the best in the NFL. As noted just previously, moments ago, they can get after the quarterback. They do get a little bit leaky with their run defense. But in that secondary, cornerback, linebacker, safety, they really are good at all three levels of the field. And you look at how these respective offenses stack up against one another. This is a matchup between two of the most potent offenses in the NFL. I know that the wide receiver talent isn't great for Kansas City, but they still have Patrick Mahomes. They're only averaging 23 points per game, though. That is 13th in the NFL. Yards per game, eighth, though. Yards per play, still top five. Their third down percentage because Mahomes can make plays in structure, out of structure, checking in at number four. And then the red zone percentage has gone down a little bit from years prior. 13th in the NFL, just ahead of middle of the pack. As for Philadelphia here, they are basically top five in almost every major statistical category, if not top five on the cusp of being a top 10 unit. Third in points per game with 28. 5th in yards per game, 11th in yards per play. Jalen Hurts has been flawless on 3rd downs, which has allowed the Eagles to extend drives and put points up on the scoreboard. And then they have the 12th ranked red zone offense and converting those trips inside the 20 to touchdowns. Brian Johnson has made some good adjustments there. And then to the defensive side of the ball. I wasn't lying when I said the Chiefs might be the best all-around defense in football. They're only giving up. A tick under 16 points per game. That's number two in the league, number four in yards, number five in yards per play, third down percentage, number 11. Red zone percentage, they can be had there. So Philadelphia, if they can convert some of these drives into touchdowns and you can get seven instead of three, does a lot 
to flip the momentum of a football game. And then Philadelphia has struggled in multiple areas and in multiple ways on the defensive side of the football. But one thing has remained constant. They can still get after the quarterback and they can clinch ball games and end games with sacking the quarterback late in the fourth quarter as they have been accustomed to doing over the last couple of wins. How the Eagles can come out victorious and get revenge on Kansas City for losing Super Bowl 57. I think a huge key in this game is the Eagles' rushing attack against the Chiefs' suspect rushing defense. The Chiefs against the run this year are not good. Yards per rush, 15th, squarely in the middle of the NFL at 4.1. Rushes per game. Teams are usually down against Kansas City, so passing attempts are up. But rushes are down 20 seconds. So teams are not really running the ball all that often against Kansas City. But rushing yards per game, also 15th in the NFL at 103.8. If the Eagles can eclipse the century mark, they could keep Patrick Mahomes and that offense off the field, stop their momentum, goes a long way in deciding this football game for the Eagles, hopefully, to move to 9-1. and one. But the Seagulls' rushing game, they have struggled in recent weeks. Weeks 1 through 4. That was when Cam Jurgens was playing at right guard. 140 attempts during that time frame, 661 yards, average yards per carry of 4.7 with five touchdowns. Weeks five through nine, they've fallen off very quickly. 150 attempts for 506 yards, average yards per carry down to 3.4 with seven touchdowns, but a lot of those coming via the brotherly shove. So a big key, Eagles rushing game against that Chiefs rushing defense. Other keys to the game. I think that if Philadelphia can establish the running attack, and I don't want it to take away from what Jalen Hurts has been able to do through the air because he's taken that progression as a passer in this league. That knee injury that's been bothersome for him over the last couple of weeks has made him win from the pocket. And he's been able to flourish and find success in doing that. But if you run the football, what do you do? You set the tone, you set the momentum, you dictate the pace of the game, and you keep the ball away from Patrick Mahomes. And if you play bully ball against the Chiefs and run the ball effectively, I do think that you are the deeper football team that can wear down Kansas City. And that's kind of been the identity of this Eagles team this year. Games are close, and then they win at the end. Huge key, take away Travis Kelsey. The Chiefs were able to exploit Jonathan Gannon in a lot of 10 personnel. Sean Desai hasn't run a lot of 10 personnel. The offense for Kansas City hasn't really run a lot of three, four wide receiver sets because they're a little bit thin there. But coming out of the bye week, Andy Reid has a tremendous record. And they've been trying to scheme up ways to find a groove for this offense, you already know they're going to empty the bag of tricks. I think you have to keep Patrick Mahomes contained because if he gets out of the tackle box and he's able to extend plays with his legs and throw it or extend plays with his legs and run it, that just takes the air out of the Eagles' sails as it did in the Super Bowl last year, especially with that late third down conversion where Mahomes ran for a bunch of yards. And with Mahomes, the pass defense for Philadelphia, which has not held up all year, has to hold up. And that's why this Eagles pass rush is going to have to be on its A game. Luckily, no sod father at Arrowhead this year. Who you got? PHI for the Eagles or KC for the Kansas City Chiefs? That is the pressing question. Get those game predictions in. My prediction for this ball game, I do think that Philadelphia is slightly better because I think their depth has the edge on the Chiefs. Eagles get revenge here in a high-scoring game. Eagles exploit that Chiefs defense finally because a lot of teams haven't been able to do that, and the Birds win 35-33. Michael Loman, $5 Super Chat. Appreciate it, my guy. Did tell you, anytime we get a Super Chat in, we're debuting the new Eagles mug, and I'm giving y'all a beer cheers. So cheers to Michael Loman right there. Do appreciate that. Lion Fighter, David Marcella, some OG Super Chatters and real ones are in the chat too. Uh, Lion Fighter, we're going live in a little bit for our Sixers Celtics watch party. Hope to see you there. All right, we want to do a mailbag next, but Chip is telling me we need questions in order to do that mailbag. I want to hear from the smartest, most knowledgeable, most passionate NFL fans out there. Eagles fans, of course. So 
get featured on the show by using hashtag Eagles or send in a super chat right now to get on the program. That is hashtag Eagles or super chat for you to get featured on one of our mailbags so that thousands of people can see that. You see the prompt in the chat right now. Do it. Therefore, Chip, you make his job a little bit easier. He can filter through all of those questions and just pluck the ones that use hashtag Eagles. Starry, starry, a $10 super chat, and starry, starry is a first time super chatter. And then we have Flippin' the Bird, another super chat OG with the $2 super chat, getting that prediction in. Eagles 27, Chiefs 19, let's go. Flipping the bird. By the way, I saw your profile picture on Facebook. If you served our country, because I thought I saw that, thank you for your service, my guy. Stephen Kettle, $2 super chat. And Stephen is a first time super chatter. You see, Cool Reigns is bringing the heat in the chat using hashtag Eagles here. You send in a super chat, you're able to skip the line so that we answer your questions first. Oh, a couple of chugs with those super chats that came in. Go Birds! Go Birds! We're getting some questions in here now. $50, I'll do a beer bong as well. It's Wednesday, it's hump day, and we're always down to have a lot of fun. David Marcello with the question. Cool Reigns with the question, Dragon using hashtag Eagles, Nick Stone, hashtag Eagles. Who else we got? Anybody else? Saw a few a little bit earlier as well. Dragon, I saw your comment earlier about thinking that the Eagles can get this advantage and score a lot of points. Use hashtag Eagles, my guy. We'll get you on the show. Lion Fighter, NFL ain't letting us win this game. Zero chance. Control what you can control. Win the damn ball game yourself by forcing turnovers and making it ugly early and take the NFL out of it. Optic Python, using hashtag Eagles, but include a question as well, my fine brother. Random crazy noob getting a prediction, and we can include that too. And David Marcella, how about Julio Jones playing tight end? We can talk a little bit about that. John East, fly Jalen Carter, fly. That's good stuff. Watermelon, use hashtag Eagles. Should have enough, right? We can always make it swing. Flipping the bird, another one. $5 super chat. Thank you, Chase. I did serve six years in the Army, four years in the Air Force. Shout out to all my vets out there. Yeah, Veterans Day. Few days ago. So happy Veterans Day to Flippin' the Bird, FTB, and all of the other vets who are watching the show here today. Ernesto using hashtag Eagles. Continue to get those questions in. And if you send in a super chat, we will answer your questions first. All right. Let's get into our mailbag here. Three segments left to get to on another loaded Philadelphia Eagles now. Not too late to get your questions in, by the way. Just do what we told you to do. Listen to me. <laughs> All right, we'll take your questions here. Uh, we're going to look at the playoff path, and then take a look at Sean Desai and Brian Johnson. Could they be leaving the Eagles after this year for a head coaching job? All of that's still to come. In the meantime, mailbag coming up right now. What's good? Welcome into the show. This is Philadelphia Eagles now by Chat Sports. I'm Chase Senior. So many content options out there, so we're always so thankful that you join the show. Coming up on today's show, we're going to show love to our subscribers and hear from our subscribers during a mailbag. First, though, for all of our subscribers out there, I hope to see you for our Eagles Chiefs watch party, a Super Bowl 57 rematch. And for those of you who haven't subbed to the channel, my name's Chase. We cook up Eagles content for you every single day, year-round. So if you want informative, entertaining, and insightful Eagles content, this is your go-to spot. Hit that sub button. Today's show is sponsored by RexMD. Make sure you use that link down below me, rexmd.com slash chat, because we have a great deal that we want to tell you about on today's show. 
Fellas, do you sometimes lack confidence in the bedroom? Do you wish you could have a more fulfilling sex life? Well, you're not alone. That's why we're excited to tell you about RexMD, the online source for men's wellness. RexMD offers an easy and discreet way to get the medication you need for ED without having to visit a doctor's office. With only a few clicks, you can have your medication delivered straight to your door and at a fraction of the cost of traditional pharmacies. RexMD's team of licensed physicians will work with you to find the right treatment plan, and their medication is made right here in the USA. Shout out to Flippin' the Bird 85 for protecting the USA so you can trust its quality. Plus, their customer support team is available 24-7 to answer any questions or concerns you may have. So if you're ready to take control of your sex life, say goodbye to ED, head on over to RexMD.com chat. Start your consultation today and take advantage of their best deal they've ever offered. Get up to 95% off RexMD and a free gift card with our exclusive link. Yeah, you heard me right. All of this information available for you down in the comment section as well as in the description of this video. It's RexMD.com chat. Now, let's open up the floor and answer your questions here on Eagles Now. Lion Fighter with the $5 donation. Appreciate you, my guy. I love my birds. I just hope the refs stay out of it. But like you said, we got to handle what we can. And I know that a lot of people are worried about the officiating going into this game. You have Patrick Mahomes, the golden boy of the NFL. Andy Reid, now that he has two Super Bowls. You have the whole Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift storyline, which frankly I don't care about. But that leads to ratings for the NFL. So it's almost as though Kansas City has become America's team. And the Eagles are always going to be America's villain because everybody hates Eagles fans for absolutely no reason. I'll always stand up for Eagles fans. So you always worry about the officials stepping in and making a bad errant call like they did at the end of Super Bowl 57 and just ruining the football game. And look, I got to tell you, I've been watching the NFL since I was four years old. I love this game. I make money and I make a living because I cover the NFL. I have to admit, this game has become increasingly more difficult to watch with the officials playing more and more of a role in some of these games. And I was talking about this with my boss, Brett, a little bit earlier. You know how in the NBA at the end of games, sometimes they swallow the whistle? Now it seems as though they're throwing more flags at the end of the game. Let the special talent and the special coaching on the field decide these games. Not the Zebras. LFX, I'm fired up now. Optic Python is next up. How many passing yards will Jalen Hurts have? Look, Optic Python, the Kansas City Chiefs defense is really good, and we could take a look at the Chiefs' defensive numbers because they are one of the best defenses in the NFL, and they're really good at generating a pass rush. Chris Jones, George Karloftis, both really good players, and this is probably the best defense that Patrick Mahomes has ever had in his Chiefs' career. This Chiefs defense, number two in points per game, surrendering under 16, number four in yards per game, number five in yards per play. They buckle down on third downs, 11th red zone percentage, 17th. And you look at how that compares to the Eagles, a much better defensive unit as compared to what the Eagles are trotting out there statistically. Eric Lovely, how's our secondary matchup against the Chiefs receivers? Love the show. I love you, brother, and thank you so much for watching. The Eagles secondary has been one of the worst in the National Football League. And on Wednesday's show, we did do a deep dive into how bad this Eagles secondary has been. They have one of the worst passing defenses in the National Football League. And it is pretty crazy when you look at some of the numbers that the Eagles are still 8-1 and one despite having a poor secondary on that back end. Ten weeks into the season, the Eagles have allowed the fifth most passing yards per game, the third most passing touchdowns, and the most passing first downs, and they have the second fewest interceptions. So they're giving up a lot, and they're not taking the ball away through the air. Already, Kirk Cousins, Sam Howe, Dak Prescott have thrown for at least three touchdowns and 350 yards this year while completing at least 65% of their passes. So the looks for these quarterbacks have also been easy. Um, you look elsewhere, Eagles only the eighth team in NFL history to allow 2,300 passing yards and 19 touchdown passes and have just four interceptions after nine games. And they're the first team to win more than five games during that stretch. 
So with Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Brock Purdy, Dak Prescott, Geno Smith all coming up, Eagles have to find a way to sure up that secondary. Now, if you hate the Chiefs, I do. I want you to type FKC in the chat, and Jace Andrews is now our Chiefs report host. You can type FJace as well. Also, because anytime I see or I hear Ace in the office now, I'm thinking somebody's saying Chase when they're saying Jason. It just drives me crazy. Watermelon. Does Sean Desai deserve blame for the Eagles secondary? I don't think so. I think James Bradbury has gotten old overnight, and he's been bad in coverage. Darius Slay hasn't been the same player, but he's been okay. Last year, they were the highest-graded cornerback duo in the NFL. So you have a little bit of slip there. You lost Devontae Maddox in the slot. That's been an issue. You've missed Bradley Roby when he did play those two games against the Jets and the Rams. He did fare well, and that's a veteran who kind of knows where to be, right place, right time, because he's been a part of so many defensive systems. Also, the Eagles have rarely had the same secondary combination in back-to-back -back games. It just hasn't happened because of all of the injury attrition on that back end. So the lack of continuity has been a problem. I will say this about Sean Desai. Some of the adjustments that he's made in-game, though, that's what elite high-level coaches do. And I'm a believer that Sean Desai is a very good defensive coordinator, and I think he's much better than the stiff Jonathan Gannon. Jared Allman, how can the Eagles contain Travis Kelsey? This is a great question because out of the slot, they have gotten cooked over and over again. Most recently, before the bye, C.D. Lamb ran all of his routes pretty much out of the slot. Eagles had no answers. Whether it was Darius Slay, James Bradbury, Sidney Brown, Reed Blankenship, Eli Ricks, Slay had the most success against CD. Really, everybody else was just torched. So I'm not sure what the Eagles are going to do in covering Travis Kelsey. What I would do, a lot of double teams. Take him out of the game and force some of the other wide receivers on that roster who are all really secondary guys who are playing out of position as far as being legit wideouts. Make them beat you. A.S. FKC, any update on Bradley Roby? If so, what are the Eagles going to do at slot corner? So Bradley Roby did say that he was going to play. Um, he's going to be in that secondary for Philadelphia thanks to the bye week and already missing a couple of weeks prior to the bye. He's had plenty of time to rest up. So Bradley Roby will be back. And now, coming out of the bye, can you also throw this subject matter out there? Like Kevin Byard had a little bit of time to get a better grasp on this defense. So finally, we're going to see this secondary at full strength, and we're going to see how they can fare. Darius Slay, James Bradbury on the outside, Bradley Roby in the slot, and then you have Reed Blankenship and Kevin Byard as your safety combination. Predict the score, Eagles, Chiefs, Monday Night Football, and join us for our watch party. I think the Eagles win this game in a close one in a high-scoring affair. Flipping the bird, 85. He's getting his prediction in. Thank you for your service, by the way. I know Veterans Day was a few days ago. Eagles 27, Chiefs 19. Let's go. Look, I know that Kansas City's offense has been down this year. They haven't scored as much as they have under Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. But if you hold this Chiefs team to 19 points, coming out of the bye, given the secondary issues, we're going to be celebrating all around Philadelphia and for Eagles fans worldwide. Dragon Stambolic, think the Eagles will win 40-37. to 37. You know who would be happy about that? Us, because the ratings for our watch party would be crazy. ESPN as well, if the scoreboard is getting lit up like that, a frenetic pace in which both of these teams are going back and forth. And if the Eagles win 40-37, to 37, we're going to have quite the post-game show right here on Eagles Now. Stephen Kettle, first-time Super Chatter during our live show. What's good, Brody? Do you think that we have been saving Rashad Penny for later? I'm not sure. Like, the conspiracy theory part of me says Rashad Penny's been injured a lot. When he's been on the field, he's been really good, but the last few years has not been able to stay healthy. Did Philadelphia look at that, understand that, and think, okay, let's just save him for the back half of the year to kind of unleash him a little bit? He got that one carry against Dallas. It was a very successful carry. But then after that, he didn't see the field. Andrew Nathan, I want us to run the ball down Kansas City's throat, some sprint draws, 
backside counters, and swing toss, I think we need to give Swift and Gainwell at least 32 touches on game day. How about Andrew Nathan bringing the football knowledge right there? I mean, my goodness, he sounds like a coach. He sounds like an analyst. Sprint draws, backside counters, swing toss. Give Swift and Gainwell at least 32 touches on game day. Let's look at that Chiefs rushing defense as part of this chip, if we could pop up that graphic, because it's one of the biggest keys to victory for Philadelphia in this game. Can they expose Kansas City with their ground game? The Chiefs, 15th in yards per rush allowed, 22nd in rushes per game, 15th in rushing yards per game at 103.8. And in turn, if the Eagles can find success in running the football, what does it do? Take the Chiefs' offense out of their momentum, and it keeps Patrick Mahomes on that sideline. Ball control, sometimes underrated when you're going up against a quarterback like that. Carol Hosey, we got the receipts to cash in. What kind of impact will Jalen Carter have on the pass rush? Eagles 28, Chiefs 17. Jalen Carter has been one of the best defensive tackles in the game this year. And I'm not just talking about rookies. He's drawing triple teams. He's drawing double teams as a rookie. Think about that. That's not happening by accident. That is happening in the week of preparation going into these games. Offensive coordinators, coaches, players are saying they're circling 98, and they're saying we have to block him because if we don't, he could take over the game like Aaron Donald in his prime. So one-on-one -on -one matchup, Chiefs interior offensive line is fantastic. Jalen Carter against Creed Humphrey, it's as good as it gets if you love talking trench ball. A.S., Fire Brian Johnson took the foot off the gas pedal, and he takes for tight end. I want to see Julio Jones at that tight end spot. I'm not on the fire Brian Johnson train. Brian Johnson has eased the heat beneath his seat. The Eagles are a top five offense in the NFL. They're top five in scoring. They've been really good. And now they're, what, number 11 in red zone efficiency? You had to give him some wiggle room at the start of this year to get acclimated with calling plays at the NFL level, and there was going to be an inevitable drop-off early on going from Shane Steichen, great coach, to Brian Johnson. So I'm not on the fire Brian Johnson bandwagon there. As for tight end, I want to see the Eagles unlock Albert Okaebanam. This guy is a freakish athlete who can't block, but he's a hell of a pass catcher, and he can pose a mismatch against that Chiefs team. Julio Jones at tight end? No because he'd have to be a blocking tight end as well, and that's obviously not what he's done for his entire career. But Julio Jones out of the slot? Let's ride. Who you got? Monday Night Football, PHI for the Birds, KC for the Kansas City Chiefs, E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. Let's go. Stephen Bailey, a $5 super chat. Fly, Eagles, fly. 25 years, Army. Six combat deployments. Are you kidding me? What a life you have lived, and I'm sure that you've seen some things. But Stephen Bailey, thank you for serving our country, man, and making this the greatest country in the world. Anybody who says otherwise, get out of here. Stephen Bailey, we appreciate you, as well as that $5 Super Chat. I'm giving a beer cheers to every single Super Chat that comes in, and if we get a $50 Super Chat, I'm doing a beer bong. In the meantime, I owe y'all, so here we go. All right. Get some tea as well. Lather up the pipes. Peter Thurman is in the building. What up, Peter? We're doing a Sixers watch party tonight. Real one. Real one, Peter Thurman. R-O-P-T. Real one, Peter Thurman. All right, coming up next year on the show, could the Eagles lose their coordinators? Chip, you ready to dive in? All right, let's dive in. Segment number three coming up right now. Could the Philadelphia Eagles be in a position in the 2024 offseason that they were in in the offseason prior, in losing both of their coordinators, Brian Johnson, the offensive coordinator, and Sean Desai, defensive coordinator. That's what we're talking about on today's Philadelphia Eagles, now by Chat Sports. I'm Chase Sr., because Johnson and Desai have been named by NFL.com as two of the top young head coaching candidates in the National Football League. And a good opportunity for us to lay the foundation 
is by taking a look at the potential head coach openings that could be available for Johnson and Desai and other candidates going into the offseason. Chicago Bears with Matt Eberflus, if they don't move on, I would be shocked. I think that Brandon Staley is a stiff and you have to get Justin Herbert some help. He could be out with the Los Angeles Chargers. Frank Reich might be given some wiggle room because he's in year one of a rebuild, but David Tepper is a very aggressive owner, former Wall Street guy. Ron Rivera is stale at this point. Commanders could be looking for a new head coach. New Orleans Saints with Dennis Allen. I think that Dennis Allen is more of a defensive coordinator and not a head coach. Las Vegas Raiders, they're going to go through an interview process most likely with Antonio Pierce as the interim, but I think the early indications for that AP might be able to stay in the desert long term. Atlanta Falcons with Arthur Smith, Los Angeles Rams and Sean McVay if McVay decides to retire back-to-back -back pretty poor seasons for the Rams coming off that Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Will the Tennessee Titans move on from Mike Vrabel, or could he replace Bill Belichick? And Bill Belichick is on that list as well. It's crazy how quickly the league seems to have passed Bill Belichick by, but that's what happens when you're stubborn. Now, I think it's also important to take a look at how the Eagles' offense has been faring under Brian Johnson and how the Eagles' defense has been performing under Sean Desai. A lot of people have been fed up. They've been frustrated with Brian Johnson. But sneakily over the last month, this Eagles offense has found a groove. Now, they're not running the football successfully, but Jalen Hurts, because of that knee injury, has been forced to win from the pocket, and he's really made strides as a passer in this league. And the Eagles offense as a whole this year, 8-1, going into Monday Night Football against the Kansas City Chiefs, they're number three in points per game, 28 per. They're number five in yards per game at nearly 377. They are 11th in yards per play, third down percentage, 50%. That's number one in the league because Hertz has been so good throwing from in between the tackles, but making plays with his legs and throwing the ball downfield, and then 12th in red zone percentage. And then you look at this Eagles defense, statistically, the common football fan would say, Sean Desai doesn't deserve a head coaching job. Look at those rankings. 18th in points per game, 14th in yards per game, 19th in yards per play, 25th in third down percentage, 26th in red zone percentage. But I'm going to explain why Sean Desai might be worthy of a head coaching interview. For the Eagles offense here, Brian Johnson came under fire, had a lot of people in the comments section, and people are still asking me if the Eagles should fire Brian Johnson. They've made some really critical adjustments, and I think one of the telltale signs of quality coaching is seeing the development of your franchise quarterback. Hertz was pretty raw coming out of Oklahoma and Alabama, right? Every year, he's gotten progressively better. He's now in his third season and working alongside Brian Johnson, first as his quarterback's coach, now as his offensive coordinator, and he deserves some credit here. As for Sean Desai, the defensive numbers are not great, but Desai has done what high-level coaches do. He has made some great in-game adjustments where Philadelphia might struggle in the first half defensively. They might struggle for the first three quarters, but what do the greats do? They make those adjustments, and they play better toward the tail end of the ball game. And that's what this Eagles defense has been able to do because of this bright mind right here. So this list coming from Tom Pelissero, compiling just a gathering of some of the top young head coaching candidates in the NFL. And you can check out this list on NFL.com, as I said a little bit earlier. And Pelissero does this every year. He talks to coaches, executives, people inside the league, and his sources kind of help him compile this list. Here's what he had to say about Sean Desai first, and then we'll get to Brian Johnson a little bit later. Desai, an 11th-year NFL coaching veteran, took over the Eagles' defense after Jonathan Gannon left for Arizona following Super Bowl 57 in February. Moving parts up the middle and in the secondary have created challenges this year, but the unit should continue to improve as the campaign plays out. Desai has learned from some of football's best defensive minds, including Vic Fangio, as well as Pete Carroll, as well as different types of leaders, equipping him to understand what it takes to win from an organizational perspective. 
Four other teams interviewed Desai for defensive coordinator jobs this year before he landed in Philadelphia this past year. So he already has an in with a couple of organizations. He has interviewing experience as well, which helps his candidacy as it does in football and in life as well in corporate America. So what would be the bigger loss and who would be the bigger loss? I want to pop this up as our poll question. This will be our pinned comment as well. So make sure you go on down in the comment section Fire up whatever you have on your mind. SD for Sean Desai, BJ for Brian Johnson. Don't be immature with BJ. Sponsored by Game Time. That is how our show is made possible today. If you're looking for last-minute tickets, Game Time is the only app that you should be using. It's a free download, and if you use the code EaglesChat, you get $20 off your purchase. I love the user experience. I love this, that this app is free. I love that I can go to an Eagles game, Sixers game, Phillies game, Flyers game, college basketball at the Palestra or at the Wells Fargo Center when Villanova is playing. But I'm also a guy who loves live music, and I love going to comedy shows. And you can find all of these tickets on the Game Time app. If you're looking to go to Eagles Bills at Lincoln Financial Field in Week 11, still tickets available right here. If you're looking to go to an Eagles road game, you can do that as well. A couple of different views in which you can see the price point for where you'll be sitting, but also the view from your seats as well. If you use that code, Eagles Chat. Eagles games, concerts, more, feeder events. Game Time is the only app that you should download. Code Eagles Chat. That link is available for you in the comment section and in the description of this video. So we just spent a couple of moments talking about Sean Desai. Let's spend some more time talking about Brian Johnson. And Tom Pelissero with the write-up of Brian Johnson as well, a prolific college quarterback at Utah and cover model for the NCAA football 2010 video game. Johnson got his start in coaching at his alma mater and became the youngest FBS offensive coordinator at 24 years old. He has mentored the likes of Dak Prescott, Kyle Trask, and now Jalen Hurts, whose dad, Avarion, coincidentally coached Johnson and is now in his first season as an NFL offensive coordinator. Three other teams also pursued him for coordinator jobs this past offseason before he opted to stay in Philadelphia. And he was really the guy all along who is going to be able to take over for Shane Steichen. The familiarity there, I think, has helped him out, and it's helped Philadelphia out to a certain degree. And with organizations looking for head coaches, the league is and has been moving in an offensive direction. And I think a big reason for this is this. Oftentimes when a team is looking for a new head coach, they need a quarterback, right? And if you can pair up a young quarterback with a young offensive mind, I believe that that is the start of something special potentially if you hit on that QB and you hit on that quarterback. Now, there are some defensive minds that I've really liked as head coaching hires. D'Amico Ryan's. But he comes from the Niners and brought a lot of coaches from the Niners with him. They've installed that offensive system, and C.J. Stroud has had a lot of success. Sean Desai can land a head coaching interview, but I'd put the odds in the favor of Brian Johnson leaving before Sean Desai because defensive coaches are not always sought after. And with Brian Johnson, he's now been with Jalen Hurts from 2021 to 2022 to 2023. And during an interview, you know how you go into a job interview and you're always going to try to list your strengths, why you are a special candidate and why that company should hire you. One of the key elements that Brian Johnson has on his side, he could say, look, I've really helped mentor and develop and coach up Jalen Hurts. From 2021 to 2023, he's gone from being a quarterback who fans weren't sure and the organization wasn't sure if he was going to be the franchise guy to being a top five quarterback in this league. Completion percentage has gone up from 2020 to 2023, from 52% to nearly 69%. And when he became the full-time starter in 2021, 16 touchdowns, nine picks. That jumped up to 22 touchdowns throwing and six picks last year, runner-up in MVP voting. And this year, completion percentage is up. 15 touchdowns, eight picks. He's turned the football over a little bit more, but the last few games, six touchdowns, no picks. Average yards per attempt down a tick to 7.7, .7, but Jalen Hurts has also thrown for a lot of yards this year. 
So why teams might like Brian Johnson, he played quarterback, he sees the game through the eyes of a quarterback, he's developed QBs in the past, Dak Prescott at Mississippi State, Kyle Trask at Florida, Jalen Hurts at the NFL level, has experience as a play caller, and he's a really good developer of talent, right? And a good offensive mind. They're also running a current modern-day offensive system. Why teams might like Sean Desai, he is a Vic Fangio disciple and a Pete Carroll disciple. You always want some of your offensive or defensive minds to be molded by some pillars in the NFL architecture history. He has the ability to make adjustments. He, too, has play-calling experience, and he's had to adjust to a lot of different lineup changes. The Eagles have not started back-to-back -back games with the same starting secondary outside of one game all year. He's had to deal with a defensive line rotation because they're so deep. He's had to deal with a lot of injuries at that linebacker spot, a lot of different cornerback combinations, and a lot of injuries to secondary. When you can adjust to that, it's pretty special. That's a sign of a good coach. And for Nick Sirianni, he's now in his third year as a Philadelphia Eagles head coach. One of the best starts to a coaching career in the history of football as far as wins and losses. But how about the coaching tree that he's starting to put together? Jonathan Gannon has surprised a lot of people with the Arizona Cardinals. They've been really competitive this year with the bottom basement roster. Shane Steichen has the Colts in a position to potentially make the playoffs with Gardner Minshew as his starting quarterback and not that talented of a roster. So both Gannon and Steichen have had good rookie coaching seasons, and Nick Sirianni is to credit for finding them and hiring them as coordinators. And now you have Brian Johnson and Sean Desai who could be in line to become a head coach elsewhere as well. Also important to note is the compensatory pick rule. If both Johnson and Desai get hired because they would be minority hires, According to a rule for the NFL, clubs that develop a diverse employee who is hired in the position of primary football executive or head coach with another team will receive a draft choice compensation in the form of a compensatory draft pick in the third round in each of the next two drafts. So for an Eagles team led by Howie Roseman, who's been in his bag at compiling talent at the, in the NFL draft, you could potentially get a couple of third-round picks if Johnson and Desai do get hired elsewhere as a head coach. Before we hop on out of here, contact me. You want to give me some feedback about the show? You want to say what's up? I'm also into health, wealth, and fitness. X, at Chase underscore senior. Instagram, at Chase underscore senior. You can shoot me an email, chase at chatsports.com as well. All right, good stuff today. A lot of good content. We're not done. One more segment to get to. Going to have to go through it quickly because Chip and I are going to do a Sixers Celtics watch party here. How we're going to round things out is taking a look at the Eagles playoff picture. That's coming up. Yeah, if we have some. Um, we'll do some questions on the back end of this segment. So use hashtag Eagles or a Super Chat. If you didn't get your questions answered earlier, you can get them in right now. Last call for Super Chats as well. You want to donate to the show. Not only do we appreciate it, but then you skip the line and we'll answer your questions first. Hashtag Eagles or a Super Chat. Let's talk some birds and then we'll break down this Eagles playoff picture here. Flipping the bird. That's a juicy one. Bring in Gronk. I like it. Let's be sure to hit that there, Chip. They call it that juice. All right. Eagles playoff picture to round out our live show. Let's get it. Coming up on today's Philadelphia Eagles. Now, we're going to take a look at the Eagles playoff picture, and we're going to include all of this in the segment. Eagles' chances of making the NFL playoffs, how the Birds can secure and lock down the number one seed for the second consecutive year so that home field advantage goes through Lincoln Financial Field, and we're also going to break down the current NFC playoff standings. We first begin with the look at the NFC playoff picture. Philadelphia going into Monday Night Football against the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl 57 rematch currently hold the number one seed in this conference with a league-best 8-1 record. 
During the bye week, we were hoping that the Detroit Lions were going to lose because then the Eagles were going to be able to separate themselves a little bit in the NFC playoff standings. But the Lions, a last-second field goal win on the road against the Chargers. So Detroit still 7-2. Dan Campbell doing a great job there in the Motor City. San Francisco ending their three-game losing skid. They're in that three spot at 6-3. and three. And then the rest of this playoff picture is very interesting. You have the New Orleans Saints at 5-5 five and five in the four seed because they lead what is the worst division in football in the NFC South. After that, Seattle Seahawks, Dallas Cowboys, and the Minnesota Vikings, who have won five games in a row, have not lost since losing to the Philadelphia Eagles in primetime earlier this year. And during the bye week, not a lot changed for the Eagles' playoff outlook. The chances of making the playoffs stood at 99%, so it would be an epic choke job for Philadelphia to not make the big dance. Chances of winning the NFC East did not change. Stayed at 88%. A percentage point of a change in clinching the number one seed. The Eagles still have a 66% chance to have home field advantage. It went down to 65% because of all of this that happened. The Eagles did not get any help during the bye week. They didn't have the teams that they're competing with and against drop down in the standings. You had the Dallas Cowboys shellac the New York Giants, who are a bottom two team in football. The Lions outlasted the Chargers. The Niners took down the Jaguars and ended their five-game winning streak. And then the Seattle Seahawks edged the Commanders. And going into this week, all of these teams right here, massive favorites in this week's action. Cowboys, 11-point favorites against the Carolina Panthers. The Lions, minus 10 against the Bears. The 49ers are giving 11 points to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And then the Seattle Seahawks, the closest line here, one-point favorites on the road against the Rams, a Rams team that they lost to in week one in a surprise upset to kick off the 2023 campaign. I just would be hard-pressed to see Seattle getting swept by the Rams this year. Now, if you want home field advantage at the link once again, it's a beautiful sight. Midnight and Kelly Green everywhere. Tailgates at the K-Lot and surrounding parking lots all throughout the day. People taking down some beers, having a ball, and then the atmosphere inside the link is jumping. I want you to hit that thumbs up icon and like the video. We know that this Eagles upcoming schedule is very, very difficult. Playing the Chiefs Monday Night Football in that Super Bowl rematch. It's going to be a tall test. Then you come back home to take on a desperate Buffalo Bills team that's been reeling and just fired their offensive coordinator in Ken Dorsey. You kick off December with an NFC Championship game rematch against the San Francisco 49ers. You go on the road for matchup number two against the Dallas Cowboys. You could be playing for the division here, maybe even the number one seed, depending on how things shake out. That'll be a Sunday night football game. And then Eagles at Seahawks on the road, Pacific Northwest, in what has always been a very difficult place to play for all teams, including Philadelphia and the Seahawks, a pretty good ball club. Now, the good news is, after this five-game gauntlet, you do round out with Giants, Cardinals, Giants to kind of beef up that record once again. But can you survive this five-game stretch? Eagles are certainly talented enough to do so. You take a look at the playoff picture, more in-depth numbers here. If the Eagles beat the Chiefs, and they win just two of their next four games, that would leave the Eagles with somewhere between a 60% chance and an 89% chance of clinching the number one seed, depending on the other games and how they are decided, especially with the other games that we were talking about with the teams in the thick of the race in this NFC playoff picture. Please make sure you subscribe to the channel. Let's do it for Jason Kelsey. We're closing in on 62,000 subscribers. We're only 290 people away. Can we get there before Monday night? And when we do, we'll celebrate for Kelsey during our watch party. Your question's on the back end of the show, but first, Eagles Now is sponsored by Game Time. This is the only app that I use. If I'm looking for tickets to sporting events, theater events, comedy shows, or concerts, 
Game time has it all. And if you use our code EaglesChat, you get $20 off your purchase. You get the best seats at the lowest price guaranteed. What's cool about this app is that they monitor the market and the prices drop as the event gets closer. I also love the user experience and the user interface here. I've been to Lincoln Financial Field a couple of times, and I want to see where I'm sitting, but also what I'm paying. You're able to get that right here. Tickets still available for Bills Eagles. That's going to be fun. Eagles rocking the Kelly Greens once again. You can look at the map view in case you want to determine which yard line you want to sit on or what section. Code Eagles chat. Redeem that code right now. Eagles games, concerts, more. Use the Game Time app. That link is available for you down in the comment section and in the description of this video. Our boy Paul with the newly minted profile picture, one of our Super Chat MVPs this year. What up, Paul? Do you think we should have signed tight end Brady Russell since he was decent in the preseason? Not a bad name there. Surprised Philadelphia didn't actually do that. I think that they're pretty confident moving ahead with the tight ends on this current roster. Jack Stoll's been the, with this team for a little while. Greg Calcaterra in year two. Then you have the athletic freak in a guy like Albert Okwa Abenam. And then... You go from Brady Russell to a guy like Rob Gronkowski. Flipping the bird 85 asking this question, should the Eagles bring in Gronk? I think that Gronk is done. I think he's content with his life right now, not playing football, being involved in the media. It's certainly a lot easier to live your life when you've lost a little bit of weight and you're not getting beat up on the football field and all you can do, put on a headset like this, hop on a microphone, and talk some ball. He's accomplished everything that he's needed to accomplish. The thing with Gronk, he's lost so much weight. He'd have to add that weight. I also saw that he's training to be a basketball player overseas, potentially, and then wants to play flag football in the Olympics in a couple of years. I think that is where he has his eyes set on. China, contrary to popular opinion, the birds are going to crush this half of the schedule. Sirianni already told us, stop Doubting the Eagles. China, I absolutely love your confidence as an Eagles fan. And I've always loved the confidence of Nick Sirianni. And I'm confident in this football team because they no doubt are talented enough. Ernesto! Who should step up on offense and defense against the Chiefs on Sunday? Okay. Defensively, definitely James Bradbury. The insertion of Bradley Roby, going to be huge for this team. Darius Slay is going to have to play a little bit better. The back-end job can be made a little bit easier if the pass rush is able to get home. So that'll be a critical key to this game as well. So that's defense. On offense, I want to see the return of this running game. And does the return of Cam Jurgens help this Eagles ground attack? Because the Chiefs are susceptible to giving up chunks on the ground. Detarius Rhodes, do you think the run game will pick up against the Chiefs? I hope so. They're going to need to because, Chip, we could take a look at the numbers, how the Eagles fared weeks one through five and how they fared since then. And I do think that this coincides with that Cam Jurgens injury because he played the first four weeks of the season and this Eagles ground game was pretty good. This is when DeAndre Swift popped off a couple of times. 140 attempts, 661 yards, 4.7 yards per attempt and five touchdowns weeks one through four. Jurgens goes out with that foot injury and down goes the Eagles ground game. Down to three and a half yards per attempt, only 506 yards on 150 attempts. And the bonus of being able to run the ball against Kansas City is keeping the Chiefs offense and Patrick Mahomes on that sideline watching the game on the Jumbotron. And hopefully they're going to be watching a lot of that and just seeing a lot of Taylor Swift in that box. Cool Reigns, do you think with Buffalo and the Niners not playing that good, it's an easier path than we thought? Um, I actually think the opposite. I think Buffalo is a really desperate team, and they're going to be playing for their playoff lives, now changing offensive coordinators, and with Josh Allen being so reckless with the football, this Eagles atmosphere at the link could bother him a little bit because he's shown to get a little bit flustered. I think that game, you can look at it either of those ways. But Buffalo is going to be a desperate football team. So you're not going to cakewalk over Buffalo. And then San Francisco, look, they went on that three-game losing streak. How they played against a very good Jaguars team is very impressive. I mean, they beat the brakes off Jacksonville that entered that game. Coming out of the bye, having won five straight, score was 34-3. to Five sacks, four turnovers. They beat them up. 
and those two teams weren't even on the same field. So Niners, given how they felt, having that sour taste in their mouths after the NFC Championship game, I think they're going to come in fired up. But I do like Philadelphia win that game. Nick Stone, what do you think A.J. Brown's stat line will be against the Chiefs? They do have a pretty good secondary, and their defensive line is really good. In fact, it's underrated. Um, outside of Chris Jones and George Karloftis, a lot of people don't understand or know a lot of the players on that defensive line, but that grouping is very good. They're also good on the second level at that linebacking core, and then their corners and safeties have been playing really good ball. So at some point, a team's really going to try to hone in on A.J. Brown. Is he good enough to just make that a non-talking point where it doesn't even matter? Yeah, he is, because I think right now he's the best and most complete wide receiver in the game. So let's say the Eagles target him seven times, 80 yards, and a touchdown. Be sure to subscribe to be included in our mailbags, but also to watch all of our content and to join us for our Monday night football watch party against the Kansas City Chiefs.